Hi, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for joining me once again on the Michael Mars Show. Today is Monday, June 29, 2020. This is Season 2, Episode 22. And without further ado, I'm here with one of my great friends. We went to Stonebridge together, and now he plays football at Kent State University. He's a big tight end there. Uh, why don't you say what's up to everyone? Mark Williams. What's up? Glad to be here. It's going to be an exciting little podcast with Mike today. Yep. Big episode coming up. Stay tuned for some good info coming to you. But uh, last year, quick accolade for Kent. They won the 2019 Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl against Utah State 51-41. That game was crazy. I remember that game clear as day. I remember you told me uh, who to bet on. Of course, your own team. But yeah, dude, 51-41. Always money on Kent. That was probably the biggest, most exciting game I've ever been a part of. It was a crazy shootout. It's uh, ranked top 20 games. Like highest scoring? Uh, no, top 20 games in college football last season. We actually had Damn. two games in the top 20 for last season, so... That was pretty dope to be a part of. Yeah, that game against Buffalo, was that the other one? That was the other one. That Yo. was a dope game. That game against Buffalo went too crazy. But, um, yeah, now we're going to dive in. The first topic is going to be Kent, uh, Kent State's 2020 football schedule. I'm going to throw it up for you guys right now. So, as you can see, uh, they kick off the season September 5th, uh, Saturday. They, they travel to Penn State. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. But how do you think that game's going to go down for your team? Man, we, we've been... <laughs> Training, we're prepared. We're going to be prepared for that. So it's always good to go and iron sharpens iron. You want to be the best, you got to play the best. And as we play these tough games like Penn State, it just helps during the season. Yeah, definitely builds you guys' confidence, especially if you guys can play well too. But uh, it kind of sucks that there's going to be no fans because like that Penn State week one atmosphere would have been like a crazy environment. It um, is a crazy environment. Yeah. Uh, my redshirt freshman year, I went to – Penn State, and it was crazy. The whiteout is an experience. It was a whiteout? Yeah, it's an experience like never before. It's definitely, Penn State definitely has the best college experience that yeah. I've been at so far. Now, what would you say, what game was your first your first college game that you went to or th that you played in that had like that big atmosphere? If you can remember, like what game was that? Well, I would say the school down the road. That was my first game where I was going to be on special teams. I knew I was playing. It wasn't like okay, I, hopefully I'll get in this game. It was, no, you, you're you for sure getting in. So I would say that one. Plus, it's our big rival. So I knew I couldn't fuck up anything like that. Yeah, so. and we're not going to say the name. It's just that school down the road. If you don't know it, Google it. You'll find out who it is. Um, yeah, so week two, September 12th, they play Kennesaw State. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State. Um, are they all right? I mean, by they're, the name. Last year, they're a real good FBS team. They're one of the best in FBS we, they took us to OT last year, and Money Man Trickett hit a game winner. He's known for it. All right, Trickett. Trickett. Is that the kicker? Yeah, yeah. Hit the game winner for that one, so we won that. But real good team. Looking forward to that game, too. Yeah. Dude, that, that kid's clutch because, yeah. like like I said, the Buffalo game, he yeah. stoned up for that one. But, um, all right, week three, September 19th, uh, they, they travel to University of Kentucky. I mean, good thing we're not playing basketball that day. Um, damn, like – is Kentucky football, are they, are they like SEC that? SEC football, so they're like that. We're going to strap our nuts on. We're going <laughs> to hit them in the mouth. Yeah, dude, that's going to be a big game right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I'm, ju I'm juiced for that one. And then we got week four. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw it. As soon as I threw up the schedule, your eyes glued in right to that week four. Uh, University of Alabama. That's been a game that I've thought about since I first committed to Kent State. Yeah. So definitely crazy that the time has passed and it's my junior year. 
but definitely excited for that game. Yeah, bro. Now you could go out there and strap up and play against the Alabama Crimson Tide, yo. I mean, like yeah. that's. I feel like that's every like every kid's dream. I any mean, any doubt they had in mind in your mind, any thing you feel like you got to prove is is that game. That's really the best. They're yeah. known as the best. Go beat the best. So. Yeah. And the most eyes are going to be on you in that game. So, I mean, I'm juiced for that one. I'm definitely going to take uh, Kent State uh, points. Or not point. You know what got I mean? Like, like, like point Kent spread. State money line. Fuck it. Money. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Kent State money line. Okay. You know what? I mean, every time he told me to take Kent State money line last year and I did it, I mean, look at my bank account. Navy Federal will tell you how it went. Um, all right. Then we got week five, October 3rd. They traveled to, or, um, yeah, they traveled to North Illinois University. Bro, that's a lot of away games. That's yeah. four of the first five. That's crazy. Northeastern Illinois. I mean, are they garbage? No, they're in the MAC. I've honestly never played them. They're in the, there's MAC East and MAC West, and they're on the West. So this is going to be the first time we play them. They won the NIU, I mean, the MAC my freshman year. Okay. So they're actually not like yeah they're they're a good program yeah they're, they've had a long uh, tenured coach good program honestly I don't hate the logo I don't hate the NIU logo fun fact uh, my position coach last year he attended Northern Illinois University I'll give him a shout out man shout out Coach Tags man you know it Coach Tags we're not shouting out Wags that's <laughs> Soapy Water Wags get no shout the Walrus the oh man, come on all right and then October tenth uh, the following Saturday. TSDTR, the school down the road. I'll say it. It's University of Akron. It's their their rival school. Um, man, how's that game gonna go? How'd it go last year when you played them? Uh, we stepped on their throat. Oh, yeah. And we ain't, we ain't, we ain't let up. You didn't look uh, back. We, we really. It was a real. Cl- it was closer than it should have been. Um, we we gonna blow them out again this year though. Yeah. Honestly, they they they're not even fit to be in Ohio. So they should just yeah. get kicked to the side or something. I don't even know. Um, all right, week six or week seven, it looks like University of Buffalo. Now, real quick, I want to talk about last year's game against Buffalo. So Kent State was down 27-6 to six with seven minutes and 30 seconds left. They were driving. Running back scores a touchdown down the side, 20 yards probably. Then that's when the comeback started. You want to tell everyone this is the biggest comeback in college football history in terms of the time. Down 21, seven minutes, 30 seconds left. We had a tell 99% chance. Of losing. To, of losing that game, and I wasn't in the huddles, but the kickoff for special teams, they're like, we're going to do this onside. We haven't practiced that. We never practiced it, but again, Trigger strapped his nuts on, hit that bitch, and recovered his own kick. Yeah, that's some Pat McAfee shit right there, dude. So that was crazy. Got the ball back, went down, scored. Actually, it wasn't just went down and scored easy. We went down, and they stopped us on four, uh, third down, so it was a fourth down. And Mike made a great route, caught the pass, secured the win, and then that's big. Not even secured the win, secured the uh, tie, or whatever. And then we blocked another punt. It was just crazy. I can't even. I don't even know what happened. It just it's so like, much shit happened that had to happen, and we got the W. Literally, all within kick. All, all within seven minutes, yo. Like literally all within seven minutes, they put up twenty four points in seven minutes. Uh, like I said, that's a college football record. Um, what was like? the the vibe like after the game like how so, lit was that so just to put in perspective we had to win out every single game to go to a bowl yeah. and that was what started it so that would really i think that's what really like pushed us to win those games like we came down all those points like 
fuck the other teams we got to play. We're going to win. So, yeah. Dude, that, I, I, we got to come back around to that bowl game because that bowl game was just like electricity. I remember I, I, start, I watched the first half with my dad because he even put money on He made a bookie or he got a bookie just for that game. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, he literally got the bookie just for that game. We watched the first half together and then I went to Costco's for the second half. And I remember some of those guys were live betting Utah and I was like, yo, get away from me, yo. Yeah. That's, honestly, you're going to mush my bet if you're yeah. doing, if you get near me with all that shit. But, um, yeah, honestly, great game. Check out those highlights on YouTube after this podcast. Um, yeah, that was a really solid game. Big electricity through the veins. All right, October 24th, Western Michigan University. I mean, what's up with Western Michigan, man? I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're not traveling to Western Michigan. Uh, I don't know anything about them. I We haven't played them. This is another team like Northern Illinois, Mac West, we haven't played yet. So it's going to be fun. I know they were really good last year. Uh, they had some players go to NFL, so okay, okay. it'll be, be cool. And then uh, Wednesday, that's a crazy day to have a game. Wednesday, November 4th, they travel to Bowling Green. Do you know why it's on Wednesday? So Wednesday, we have the last four games oh, of the season, man. Wednesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. So the MAC does some cool stuff. It's called Maction. So Maction, like all of us play during the week. So we'll play Wednesday. Other teams will play Thursdays just so you get football all week. And it's played on ESPN, and it helps – uh, broadcasts, um, the, the yeah, the Mac. So that's why the Wednesday games, they're cool. Yeah, I like that dude, the Maction. Yeah, Maction. That's, that's a tough name. Yeah, honestly, that's a big tough name. Um, all right, November 11th, Ohio University. You guys beat Ohio last year. No, right? no, no. We owe them, and we owe them big. Okay, they yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're not they're not winning this year. It was year. a fluke, right? Nah, it, they they're a really well coached team. They're really good. Um, I would say them in Miami. When I think, like, personally, those are teams where I'm like, yeah, we need to showcase our dominance because these are the teams that people look at for yeah. the conference that are really good. Now, have you ever partied at Ohio University? No, nah, I haven't, but I've heard it's very lit. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. I got, I got a friend that goes to Ohio University. She says it's pretty good with the party scene. So um, what about Miami of uh, Ohio? So you there? shout out Linder. Linder went to Miami, Ohio, yep. and they definitely that's they definitely go crazy in Ohio. Yeah, you know Miami. They they might be on par with Radford, but I don't know, man. Nah, I, don't know I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Man. I don't know. That one time Mark came down to Radford and stayed with me for two days, bro. <laughs> I mean, I swear, part of my soul is still there, dog. In my dorm, <laughs> it might be. It's it might be. There. Honestly, that was one of the best best uh, like weekend trips that I've ever been a part of. Even though I didn't travel anywhere, you came down to me. Yeah, that but, was a um, weekend. All right, so that, that was the Kent State 2020 football schedule. Make sure to definitely tune in to uh, to some of their games, and if not, just at least support Mark because my boy's going to be getting some good PT, some good yes, action. Sir, yes, he's sir. been hustling his ass off in the offseason. I mean, he's going right from the podcast to uh, Performance Edge. He's going to go get some reps in, going to get some training in. I mean, if you can't tell, my boy's like Nike'd out right now. He's already wearing compression shorts. He's about to beat my ass on the site, so I don't even know what's going on, boss. I just woke up, and this kid's like, Already on his 19th workout of the yeah. day. I, I, and I conditioned before this, too. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah, already on, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> sleeves looking nice, by the way. I got to say, you, we're back you. on the camera right now. So, dude, the sleeves looking pretty solid. Uh, what Any new ink, like, coming in or, like? Um, I'm about to finish my sleeve. I'm getting bankroll marquee in, like, a graffiti-type font on the back of my tricep. And then I'll finish it. I'll work from, on my chest next. But, yeah. That's going to be tough. Now, what do you think? Now, I just had, like, aspirations. Now, I've never really, like, thought of getting many tattoos, but I just thought about it, like, a couple weeks ago. If I was to, I'd want to get a left leg sleeve. Do you think leg sleeves are nice? Yeah, definitely the leg sleeve is a hooper look. Yeah. All the hoopers have leg sleeves. I've, I definitely want a leg sleeve. My legs are little, though, so I got to get them a little bigger. But 
Definitely, the leg sleeves is hard. Yeah, see, that's where I think that's exactly where I think I would go. Is just straight to the leg because um, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think I have like the the physique or like the appearance for like to rock like an upper sleeve. I don't know. I feel like, but you look tough with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people can rock it. I just feel like if you just saw me with a sleeve, you'd be like, "Yo, take that off. <laughs> like, take that off. <laughs> don't do that. Don't nah. do that, bro." Um. So yeah, back to Kent State real quick. Uh, what's a big goal that you have for yourself, or a goal that you have for your team, either or? Uh, last year, we did win a bowl game, but I think everybody would tell you we came up short for our goals. We should have won the MAC, so that's what we're definitely coming to do this year: is win the MAC. Only goal this year. Only goal. That's the only thing in sight. They're actually going to get it done, and uh, hopefully you're like me and you put money on it so you can make the money, make the bread. Um, All right, now let's get into a professional sports update. If you guys didn't see last night at about 8 o'clock, it was announced that Cam Newton signed a one-year deal with the Patriots. Man, Belichick grabbed someone. The the league missed out, I guess. I mean, because if the Patriots signed someone, it shows that the league missed out, I guess. So, um what, what do you think he's going to be a dog? How do you think he's going to play out? If he's healthy, he'll be a dog, and they'll be a Super Bowl contender. They already are because they have Belichick. But. Yeah. And they're going to get Edelman back. Now, they just need to get him some weapons. Now, what do you think about potentially signing A.B.? Whoever gets A.B., they'll be a better team. If they if he can stay on the field, A.B. is the most talented receiver in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. He's always open. So, if they get him back that's a major weapon for their offense yeah i think uh just my opinion that like wherever ab goes next he's gonna stay for a while yeah, I, th- for I think sure. i think his head's back on track i think he, sure. he, his mindset straight I, I i just think it's just more optimism i get from it is his his silence yeah he's just he's just not saying shit the last yeah. two months he's been mia and i like that you know what i mean it, maybe he's been working or something i don't know he uh ab's always working he's uh he got put in a bad spot he the whole public hated him i feel how that could wear you down mentally, but I'm glad he is in a better spot, for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, it's hard when, like, you're doing everything under the spotlight. Yeah. Like, everyone's going through shit, but it's just his his shit is broadcasted to you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone just has to formulate an opinion, which isn't really fair to him. But uh, nevertheless, he's going to get back to the basics and play football, hopefully, this season. So I'm excited to watch him. But yeah, Cam Newton to the Patriots. Let me know if how you think he's going to play out there, how his role is going to fit in. I think he should be starting week one. Yeah, Brian I mean, Hoyer. Yeah, get the If he's healthy, here. he's definitely starting. He makes them a Winner. Yeah, and it's gonna be a totally new setup for um Belichick. For Belichick. Yeah, he's not gonna have Brady's old ass. But uh, some quick, some quick accolades for Newton. Uh, 2015 NFL MVP, college football MVP in 2010 when he played at Auburn. And I'm sure you guys remember the 2015 Super Bowl matchup against the Broncos, which they ultimately lost 24 to 10. And uh, Cam Newton didn't dive on that fumble. Yeah. So that's just how I look at it. But um, anyway, bad look. Yeah, bad look for him. But you know what? At least they made it that far. So. Kudos to them. Now we're going to jump into the week one schedule for the NFL. I got some questions to ask Mark. I'm going to throw up the week one schedule for you guys right now. So as you can see, the season kicks off Thursday, September 10th, with the Houston Texans traveling to Kansas City, Super Bowl defending champs. That's a game right there. That is. I two mean, good quarterbacks. Two solid quarterbacks right there. A lot of division matchups. I think it's all division, actually, um, except for that, that, that week one game. They're not all division? Mm. No. I mean, most of them are. None of them. Well, not Probably. a lot of them aren't. A lot of, I mean, Las Vegas, Carolina, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. Are they in the same division? Chicago, Chicago, Detroit is. Nah, they, they, you're right. There is a it's lot like, of It's these. like 50%. Yeah, it's yeah. like 50%. But um, now what, we'll say three or five, whichever one, which three or five games are you most looking forward to? I'm an Eagles fan, so yep. I got to see Wentz smack down the Redskins. Hey, go Skins. Number one for sure. I want to see two. If Tua can play, then that Miami and New England game is really cool because Cam and Tua – Tua's one of my favorite players, so to get to see him play in the NFL would be really dope. 
Especially because we didn't get to see him at the tail end of his Alabama career. And then this kind of hurts me to say, but I do want to see how Dallas looks this year. They've added some really good pieces, and I want to see how they match up versus Eagles. So that Dallas-Los Angeles Rams game is definitely going to be a good Sunday night and Sunday a great night. Sunday night to kick the season off. Dude, so. And just something about when they play in L.A. at the Coliseum. Even though it's not going to be at the Coliseum, it's going to be at that new stadium. Mm-hmm. But like just Sunday night games in Vegas and Sunday night games in Green Bay. I don't know yeah. why, but those two places just get me amped to like run through a wall or something. Um, I mean, that Redskins-Skins game... I feel like we always play y'all week one. Yeah, it's always o and one start for us. Yeah, last year, Djax torched y'all. Hopefully, he torches y'all again and stays healthy. <laughs> I, I think yeah, you know, that's the that's big disrespect right there. No, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm pretty optimistic with the Redskins, but I say that every year almost. But um, I don't know. I, I've gone over a, a couple of those. You got a projection for the Redskins this year? Yeah, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say. Six and ten, seven, seven and nine. He's I mean, hopeful. He's, he's hopeful. Yeah, I mean, well, I can't say like eight and eight because I mean, last year we won like four games. Um, I don't know. Just it comes down to that that O line if they can give Haskins some more time because I mean he looked good at the tail end of mm-hmm. last year, but I mean, bro, he has like no time to to do yeah. anything. Um, you know, our defense is really nasty. I mean, our defense is solid, yeah. very very solid, and I like how how youthful they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of them are mad young. So low-key low in Alabama defense over there. Low-key, <laughs> very, very much, bro. Um, Landon Collins, I mean, he played for us last year. We're going to get Ruben Foster, who mm-hmm. came from San Francisco, but he tore his ACL in, like, week one of training. Um, now, how do you think uh, Chase Young? What do you think about him? Plug and play him. Probably have 10 sacks this year. Sheesh. He's he's a dog. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. I, he was the safest draft pick for sure. He'll be a perennial all pro. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice that he's not on a team that's like has a bunch of old dudes on the line next to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he like John Allen, you gotta worry about him. De'Aaron Payne, mm-hmm. you gotta worry about yeah, him. Oh yeah. Kerrigan still. Yeah, Kerrigan's nice. Now that Monday night game, there's two of them. Pittsburgh and New York, Tennessee and Denver. Honestly, both those games are all right. Which one are you looking forward to more? Uh, Denver and Tennessee, I think those are two good teams. Uh, Denver Locke, I feel like he's going to have a good year. And then Tennessee, I want to see if that was a fluke or not last year. Because Derrick Henry was, was running like a bus. Is he? Is that what they need to do to win every game? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think so. But they just seem like a team of destiny. Yeah. Like when, like when the playoffs started and they beat the, the Patriots' first game, I just was like, damn, son. They, yeah, just, they, might, they might do some. But. They might, they might. Um... Yeah, man, I'm super pumped for this season. Uh, I can't wait to keep in touch with you because I always sure. like picking your brain when we talk football, not just sure. college, but I mean, he's pretty knowledgeable with the NFL too. So, um, yeah, honestly, I'm looking forward to this season. Hopefully they can have some fans coming in mm-hmm. by the tail end of the season, maybe for playoffs, but honestly, I don't think so, which is kind of unfortunate to say. Um, what do you think? Do you think there's going to be fans at any point this season or no? If coronavirus goes down or something happens, but... As of right now, probably not. I don't think I don't see it happening. Yeah, which which sucks. But uh, I heard something about the NFL plugging in crowd noise. Well, that, that's what they've been doing for the soccer games, and they just have the crowd going, so it's not quiet crickets. But yeah. it's definitely different. Everybody loves playing for fans. Everybody loves seeing the fans. So that's definitely going to be a different aspect of the game. Yeah, something about the UFC just doing no background noise. It just makes it so much more intense. Like, sometimes I wish, I mean, we haven't seen the NFL doing it with fan noise, but I kind of want to just see, like, listen to the trash talk, listen to the cadences a little more, the violent collisions and that, stuff. That would be really cool to see because that's probably something a lot of, like, the regular 
watcher doesn't see, like the regular viewer doesn't see and hear just the terminology and how much people do talk. And I think that would be really cool to hear in basketball. You can hear it a little bit in basketball, but there's always talking and it's really cool. Yeah, it would give you a way different perspective um, of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, So like you just said, basketball, next topic is NBA opening weekend, July 30th and the 31st kicked off by uh, Pelicans and Jazz, I believe, is the first game. And then the the nighttime game on the 30th is the Clippers against the Lakers, L.A. versus L.A. That's a game right there. You know the NBA's treating us. You know they did that on purpose, giving us the Clippers and Lakers. Um, how do you think that game's going to go down? LeBron. LBJ. That's, go- all I got, that's all I got to say. That's all we got to say. For the um, rest of the NBA season, LeBron. Yeah, honestly, I got I got Lakers. Um, I'll throw up the odds right now for you guys so you can see uh, who's projected to do well in the playoffs. So you got the Lakers at a plus 240, bucks 250, and you guys can read the rest. Uh, I like the value of the Lakers. I mean, I think I think I think they're just they're a team of destiny, bro. I mean, we haven't seen them play yet, but I would say either Lakers or Bucks. Honestly, I'm gonna take two one seeds. I think it's gonna be Lakers Bucks in the finals. Lakers and Bucks. Well, Bucks are definitely coming out of the East. I don't see anybody stopping them. The West could get tricky because the Clippers are good. The Lakers are good. The Rockets can score if they just have a good series. The Nuggets, there's so many good teams in the West that can just show up and play. Even if the Blazers get in there, we've seen what Dame can do in the playoffs. So. Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar. Honestly, that's one of like the best moments in like recent history for sports. I remember I was just watching that in my room, lights off, and I like he, I just saw like him like ISO um, Paul George. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, is he gonna hit this? Is yeah. He gonna hit it? Oh, yeah, yeah, he hit it. Um, yeah, and then so Clippers Lakers kicking off, and then on the thirty first we got Celtics Bucks. That's a solid matchup. Uh, I'm excited to see Giannis back out there, see LeBron back out there, mm-hmm. Kawhi. You know the the big time players. And it's just like it's just something to do. You know what I mean? It's like an activity, like hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, just kick back and relax. I mean, basketball is like it's like one of the most exciting sports I would say to watch. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. There's it's always running, so you always get to see everything happen. Yeah, nonstop action. Um, all right, now we're gonna jump into some quick UFC talk. This past Saturday, Dustin Poirier defeated Dan Hooker by decision on Saturday night. Uh, here's some highlights for you guys. So yeah, uh, it was a potential fight of the year candidate. Went all five rounds, like I said. Poirier looked really good. He was the number rank, uh, three ranked lightweight going into that fight. Hooker was number six. Uh, personally, I would like to see Poirier now take some time off and maybe fight Tony Ferguson. Or if the UFC wants to give him McGregor, they could do the McGregor rematch because they fought back in like 2015. Uh, McGregor got the up hand that night. But um, yeah, so we got Khabib and uh, Justin Gaethje in September. So um, I think McGregor might just wait for them. Hopefully the UFC gives Dustin Tony Ferguson, though, because, like I said, he looked good. Dan Hooker took a beating in that fight, an absolute beating. Did you watch any of it? Nah, nah. I mean, dude, it was, it was a solid fight. All five rounds, back and forth. The pace that they kept and the shots that they took, bro, both of them went straight to the hospital. They didn't do any post-fight interviews. Um, yeah, really solid fight. So check out those highlights where I just showed them for you guys. But check them out more in-depth. Check out some stats online. Uh, next big UFC card is on uh, July 11th on Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi, Fight Island, headlined by Kamaru Usman versus Gilbert Burns for the welterweight title of the world. Co-main event is the much-anticipated rematch between Volkanovski and Holloway for the featherweight title. And then three title fights on the card that night. The first one is Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo for the vacant bantamweight title. Man, I'm juiced. All three of those fights are going to be solid. The whole rest of the card is stacked. I'll get more into that in next week in the following week's podcast. I'm going to do a whole preview show for that. But um, you're slowly becoming a UFC fan yourself, right? 
A little bit. I've been watching a little more fights since that's the only thing to watch. Yeah, but dude, aren't like they're they're just so exciting, bro. Yeah, I mean, like definitely. I used to think like watching heavyweights was fun, but watching those smaller guys move, they be killing each other, and I'd be <laughs> wincing when I see them punch. The UFC fights are really crazy, and you get to really see mental toughness. Yeah, bro, on display because those punches are. Yeah, like, the appreciation I have for those athletes, like, bro, like, they, just think of this, like, for 12 to 16 weeks, every day, multiple times a day, you're training for one night, for mm -hmm. one fight, one 15-minute fight, and then you get to the arena, all the anticipation, all the build-up, all the trash talk just mm -hmm. culminates into one moment, and then they close that cage door, and it's just me trying to stop, me with my body trying to stop another grown man in his body. It's just, like, it's a crazy concept, but, like, like I said, the appreciation I have for these guys and the hustle that they that they go through, it's just such an exciting sport, but uh, I can understand why a lot of people are kind of, like, turned off, but, like, my mom hates it, yeah. but then again, at, like, the same time, I'm, like, the biggest UFC fan I know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm gonna dive more into those in the uh, coming up podcast, the, the podcast to come, but uh, now we're gonna jump into some random topics slash questions that I have for Mark. My boy's a, vi a huge Madden player. I mean, when did you get your first Madden game that you can remember? My first Madden game, I think it was, the, I would, I want to say Madden 05, I think Donovan McNabb was McNabb on McNabb on the cover. So that was my first game. I was probably five. Uh, but the best Madden is probably, I remember playing the one with Brett Favre the most. That was 09. 09. I feel like, I don't know why, but I played Madden the most that year. It's probably my favorite year. Dude, the Madden's over time. I mean, dude, I would say, I would say Madden 11, the one with Drew Brees is my favorite just because that was okay. the last year where the the kickoffs you could actually score like consistently like nowadays like it is hard to get a kick return for a touchdown that, that's realistic though. no no i know it is see but i'm just like yeah that's how i like to play it because you could like weave in and out of those people <laughs> like if you had deshaun jackson or devin yeah. hester it was, a, it was a buffalo chicken sandwich wrap <laughs> so um no cap though yeah so um madden 20 is uh who's on the cover lamar jackson lamar LJ. Dude, that's that's a tough cover. I haven't seen it, but I can just imagine that's probably a gas cover. Yeah, it is. Um, now, a question that I have for him in uh, relation to Madden, is the Madden curse real? It's kind of hard to say. It's hard to say right now. I was thinking it was real, but I think Mahomes just started a new curse. He won the Super Bowl after being on it. Now I think it's LB, uh, LJ's turn to win the Super Bowl. So maybe that's the new curse. I hope it's not real. So, is that who you're taking? You think uh, the Ravens might actually pull it off this year? If the Eagles don't do it, the Ravens probably got a good chance of doing it. Yeah. Bro, you know what would be big tough that I just thought about? Is, like, can you imagine going to a Ravens playoff game, like, here? Like, have you ever yeah. been to a Ravens game? No, I haven't. But my, my bad. My go. friend Brandon's a real good uh, Ravens fan. He goes to all the Ravens games. Dude, those things, like, just seem so lit. Like, I've never been to that stadium, M&T Bank Arena, I mm -hmm. think. Um Honestly, gas-looking stadium, but, like, that environment, the nighttime games there on TV yeah. just look electric. And, like, it's kind of a shame that we've never been, and it's, like, 40, right 50 minutes away, 55 minutes away. Um, yeah, hopefully we can get our hands on some tickets this year because that would be big lit. Seeing Lamar Jackson in his prime. Yeah. I mean, he may, may not even be in his prime yet, which is the scariest That's shit. That's the scariest thing about it. Now, L LJ is definitely going to be around for a while. Yeah, but now it's going to be interesting to see how he plays this year because this is going to be the first year where teams have a full season to tape mm -hmm. on him. So how our defense is going to adjust to his play style, uh, I think he's still going to dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They got a whole organization behind him. You see who's his backup, Robert Griffin. You see who's his backup, Trace McSorley. They have two, three good tight ends, elite running backs. They have Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. 
you can try to stop them running. If you don't do that, you're going to lose. If you stop them running, then they're going to do play action. Yeah. Good luck. Bro, and the other side of the ball, that defense yeah. is nasty. I mean, that Good defense luck. is silly nice, and they're rocking some of the iciest uniforms in the NFL. For sure. So, I mean, they look, they look clean while they're stomping your ass. Um, all right, should we? We already talked about the, the Buffalo game. Uh, again, check out those highlights if you haven't seen them. Uh, now we're going to transition into some basketball talk that I have from Mark. Uh, if you guys didn't know, he played AAU basketball all throughout his youth. When he uh, when he went to Stonebridge, he played varsity basketball there. I, I went to a couple of the games with some of my friends. Real lit environment. Uh, he mm-hmm. played the, the five, right? Yeah. He played center. You know, he's getting <laughs> tips, getting boards. You know, board man gets paid. Um, what's your favorite moment that you have from your basketball career? My favorite moment, it's it wouldn't even be at Stonebridge. It would definitely be just my AAU team. And just going to all those different tournaments with Ben, Benicio, Alexandre, just the AAU aspect of my basketball career was the most fun. Just going and you really meet and uh, associate with so many different type of people and it's real fun. Yeah, it's just like like you said, the like the camaraderie you can yeah. build amongst your team in those in those week weekend long tournaments, like you go play two games together, then you guys all drive to Panera, you all eat food together, then you just go kick it, talk, like talk shit yeah. for a little bit, watch <laughs> other basketball games, and then you go out there, you guys play together. I totally agree with that. My, my favorite times were definitely um, the, those AAU tournaments. Now, I can't think back to when, like an exact moment, but we definitely played against each other before we met back in the day, because you played on Triple Threat, right? Uh, I played for, yeah, D1 SA. Yeah, D1, D1 SA. SA. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was on, did you ever play against the Flex All-Stars? I definitely played against Flex. They used to, like, beat the shit out of yep. us. It was like, I use. Yep. James uh, Larson, Nathan, yeah, Ryder, uh, Mark. Uh, the dude from PVI. Oh, Miles Latimer. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they used to whoop our ass. I'm not going to lie. No, dude, literally every time, like, it was like the Super Bowl for us, and it was like a preseason game for them. Like, it was like the biggest moment. Like, our coach would be building up in, in practice that week. He'd be mm-hmm. like, man, you know, it's a big show this week, man. Yeah. We got that D1SA. Man, down 76 at halftime. You know what I mean? Like, we're just there to have fun at that point. Um, I remember, I mean, like, great family. Shout out Miles, but I remember one time I almost died via Miles' mom halftime snack. She came by, she was just passing out these like um, energy fuel bars or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, my little hungry ass. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just dog it right away. <laughs> peanut butter, son. I'm allergic to peanut. Yo, I was dead. Like I literally was struggling to go back out because that was in my peak. So I was getting getting good PT at that time. You know, I got back out to start the third quarter. My breathing gets all heavy and shit. You I'm get like, fucked up at halftime. Yeah, seriously. I was like, what the hell did I eat? And then, um, yeah, that's when my mom was like, well, what did you eat at halftime? Did you eat anything? And I was like, oh, the bar. And then, like, I still had a little bit left. She checked the wrapper, you know, peanuts. She's like, yep, that boy's done. Yep. But, uh, you know, I stayed in there. You know, I um, didn't play well that game. You know what I mean? Fighting through... Uh... Yeah, you know, it's allergic like, reaction, but it's like the flu game basically, <laughs> except like I played shitty, not good. Um, yeah, dude, shout out basketball, honestly, some great moments there. Um, hopefully, we can play some pickup together or something. Yeah, hell yeah. something. Uh, do you know when you go back to school? Uh, it's gonna be back July 11th. Damn, yeah, so that's coming, coming up, up soon. That's coming actually, up soon. Yeah, we just talked about July 11th, so at least you're going back on a lit day. Yeah. Um, so when does when does practice start when you get back? So how it's looking is we're going to train, and since we we usually get to school in June, so we, we're in shape and ready to be in camp, but they're doing it a little different. So the end of July, we're going to 
be doing more like football activities to make sure that we are in shape and then everybody's going to have to do like a little test to make sure that they're ready for training camp and training camp should start July, uh, not July, August 6th. But usually we get from the end of July to August, like camp, a break, but instead we're just going right in from summer conditioning to uh, camp because we missed all this time. Yeah. Now, what are you guys doing? Um, Are you going to make up the spring game at all? No, we're not making up the spring game. Uh, We're right now, our focus is Penn State. Penn State week one. Like I said, um, let me just scroll up to it. Uh, Saturday, September 5th. That's going to be a great game. We don't have uh, any of the TV listings, but, I mean, you best believe at least half these games and for sure all the the one against Power 5 schools are going to be on national TV. So ABC, NBC, Fox, ESPN, make sure to check it out. Make sure to show Mark some good love this season. Follow up with him. Uh, Why don't you tell everyone where they can follow you on Instagram or the team or wherever? Uh, Team Kent State Football, that's their at. My at's Bankroll Markey. Give me a follow. Show some love. Yep, Bankroll Markey. Uh, let me hit you guys with the fact of the day real quick. I meant to say it before that, but um, fact of the day, there's 11,350 drips of water in a gallon. Honestly, I don't know why I think that's important or anything. I kind of just saw it and kind of just threw that out there. Um, I think that's a lot of drips of water, bro, honestly. It seems pretty accurate, though. Yeah. There's not much I can really say about that. Um, but yeah, guys. Thank you very much for listening or watching, whichever one you did. Please like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends and family. Uh, Today was Monday, June 29th, 2020, Season 2, Episode 22. I was joined by tight end at uh, Kent State University, um, Mark Williams. But uh, that's all I got to say. I'm your host of this show, Michael Marr. And as always, stay clean, stay safe, and stay tuned.